are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want to read from Matthew, the 13th chapter. Let's begin with verse 3. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. I can almost hear some of you saying, Oh, no, another parable of the sower. You're the one that needed the worst. <laughs> if you're saying that. <laughs> and when he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up, and some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth, and when the sun was up, they were scorched, because they had no root, they were withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Now we're going to talk about thorns. How many of you know thorns is part of the curse? Did you know that thorns are not a blessing? Thorns are a curse. Let's get that established before we go any further. Have you ever been out in the woods somewhere and you leaned up against a tree or sat down on the ground and there was a thorn there? Did you say, oh, I've been blessed? <laughs> no, you didn't call it a blessing, did you? It wasn't a blessing. A thorn is because of the curse. Not a blessing in any manner, never has been, never will be. It's a curse. Now, follow this as we go on over to Jesus' explanation of the parable. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing for the sake of time. Come down to verse 19, where Jesus said, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Now, if you're not careful in this parable, you get the idea, especially from reading Mark's account of it. Mark records it a little bit different. He says, when you hear the word, then Satan comes immediately to take away the word that was sown in your heart. Well, now that seems to indicate that Satan can just steal the word from you anytime he gets ready. But that's not the case. You see, Matthew brings it out here when he says, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not. See, if you understand the word of God, Satan can't steal it from you. But if you misconceive what has been said, you have a preconceived idea, you misunderstand what's been said, or if you don't get a clear understanding of it, Satan will steal it from you. But... He cannot steal the Word of God when you make a decision to understand it. Now, I think this is very evident from what Jesus said concerning Mary. You know, Martha was concerned, told Jesus, get Mary to help her, you know. And he said, you're cumbered about many things, but said she has chosen that good part, and it shall not be taken away from her. She was sitting at the feet of Jesus, receiving the Word. And Jesus said, it shall not be taken away from her. Well, now, you see, if Satan could steal the word just any time he wanted to, then Jesus had to say, well, she's sitting here at the word, but Satan will probably steal it. 
No, she's made a decision to understand it. And Satan couldn't steal it. Now, if you notice, come on down to verse 23. And Jesus again says, He that receives seed into good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, bringeth forth some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. Now, back up to verse 7, where Jesus said, And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. And we're going to talk about thorns tonight. Thorns will choke the Word of God. Now, the Lord changed the direction of what I was sharing with you in this session after I got here. He said, unless they get an understanding of this, they won't understand what you were going to share. So we're going to talk about this. You need to pull the thorns. You need to get rid of the thorns. Thorns are not a blessing. They're a curse. They'll choke the word. Now, the thing the Lord said to me several years ago, and it helped me understand something, because I kind of had the idea that, well, you know, if you get the word of God, Satan will come steal it from you. Jesus said to me, he said, if you will teach people the word of God and a clear understanding of it, and you sow the word of God in their heart, then when someone comes sowing thorns and the cares of this world and all of these rocks and things into their heart, then the word of God will choke all of that out. God's word is greater than these things, but we must first have an understanding of it. So a thorn, he said, if you sow a seed where there is a thorn, it will spring up and choke the word. Now there's one thorn that has choked more people than any other thorn in the whole world, and it's Paul's thorn. And that's what we're going to talk about, Paul's thorn in the flesh. Now some of you probably thinking, yeah, I've got a thorn in the flesh. You probably have. Let's go over to 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. If you have a thorn in the flesh, well, rejoice, because we're going to tell you how to get rid of it. It's not a blessing, it's a curse. And when you find out it's a curse instead of a blessing, you can have faith to get rid of it. Too many people have been deceived into believing. Well, you know, Paul had a thorn in the flesh, and God wouldn't heal him. He probably won't heal me. He probably won't if that's the way you believe. <laughs> He's already healed you, but you probably won't receive it. Second Corinthians chapter 12. Let's begin with verse 7. Paul is speaking, he said, Lest I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of revelation there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure, for this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, you've heard this probably preached many different ways. I know several years ago I was invited to come to a certain church in Texas and minister on Sunday morning. Well, I made a mistake, and that was the pastor was teaching a Sunday school class. And I would have been better off praying 
than going to the Sunday school class at that particular time because, you know, sometimes you learn some things that become a problem to you later on in the service. And if you don't know some things, you can preach with plenty of liberty and preach what the Spirit of God put upon your heart. You don't have any problem with it. But you see, I sat in this Sunday school class, and the subject was on Paul's thorn in the flesh. And the pastor, he was teaching, and he said that the discussion started, you know. And he made the statement, he said, well, you know, nobody knows what Paul's thorn was. He said, I've been through two Bible colleges. He said, I've asked every professor that I knew. And he says, nobody knows what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. And I had said to myself after I'd listened to some of the discussion, now, you behave yourself. Because I'll tell you, there's rubbing the cat's fur the wrong way. Some of the things they said, they said, well, you know, God will put sickness on you sometime like he did Paul. And I said to myself, self, now you're going to behave, you know. <laughs> and uh, finally, when he said, nobody knows what Paul's thorn was, that was just more than I could stand. <laughs> and I said, would you mind if I just read it from the Bible? <laughs> and he said, oh, no. He said, if you can find it in the Bible, we'll surely believe it. Well, I just read it here. Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation, there was given me a thorn in the flesh. Now, it was Paul's thorn. He ought to have known what it was. Then he tells you in the next breath what it was. The messenger of Satan to buffet me. It was an angel of the devil sent to buffet Paul and stir up trouble everywhere he went. That's what Paul said it was. And when I said that, his wife just hollered out loud, It is! It is! It's in the Bible! There it is! <laughs> and I felt so sorry for it. It embarrassed him. It embarrassed me. See, she'd never seen that. But he had read it a hundred times. He knew it was there. But you see, religious tradition had blinded his eyes. Nobody knows, he says, what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Well, Paul did, and he told us what it was. It was an angel of the devil sent to buffet him, stir up trouble everywhere he went. It was not sickness. It was not disease. It was not sore eyeballs. It was not an ingrowing toenail. It was exactly what Paul said it was, a messenger of Satan sent to buffet him. And I'll tell you the truth, he's still sending messengers of Satan to buffet you, and you can get rid of yours the same way Paul got rid of his. Paul's thorn was a curse. It was not sent from God to bless him. It was not sent from God to keep him humble, as many would imagine. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says. Verse 7, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, our book offer this week is book offer number 7510. It's called Triumph Over the Enemy. Now, it was formerly entitled Messenger of Satan. It's a 60-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. The first chapter in this book is Truth About Deception. 
You know, deception wouldn't be so deceiving if it wasn't so deceptive. (laughs) And that's the truth. Chapter 2 is a thorn of deception. Now, you know, when it comes to talking about Paul's thorn in the flesh, you've heard it was everything from sore eyeballs to ingrowing toenails, and I don't know what else. But the truth is that Paul tells you what his thorn was. In 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 7, Paul is speaking. He said, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Now, I want you to notice that Paul himself tells you what it was. I've heard people say, well, you just never know what Paul's thorn in the flesh was. Well, you will if you'll read the Word and listen to it and just simply take what the Word says about it. It was Paul's thorn. He ought to know what it was, and I believe that he told us the truth. He said, there was given me. didn't say God gave it to him. He said, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, So that's what it was. It was a messenger of Satan. Stir up trouble everywhere Paul went. You had a riot and a revival everywhere Paul went because he preached the revelation of the word and certainly God wanted him to get the word of revelation out concerning the new birth. But you see, there was deception in the area and people got to believing that it was God gave him the thorn in the flesh. No, Satan sent a messenger of Satan to buffet him. That's offer number 7510, a 60 page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kelch reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.